Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Eric Dreger, with another episode of Walk the Walk and Talk the Talk with Eric Dreger. Today's episode, I actually have one of my very good friends, Chase, Gam- Chase Gamble. He was he does MMA. He's also a coach. He was he was in the he was the same team as I was when I was in Body Quest. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy the conversation. It's a pretty good one, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy. What's up, man? It's being recorded. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, just What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, I just downloaded the app. Um, do you want me to try it in that, or is it fine here? Uh, it's fine here, man. Okay, cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. How you been, man? Good, good. Uh, just uh, training a little bit. Um, I trained a lot, really. I don't know if you've seen, but we've had... Everybody on our whole team fighting uh, UFC Bellator in the last handful of weeks, and we still got. Uh, let's see, last week we had you know, Holtzman. Uh, two weeks ago we had Impa. Uh, shoot, we just last night we had John Salter. Tonight we have Joe Selecki. and next week is Impa, uh, Brian. <laughs> so we just been training like crazy, man. Um, Hell yeah, that's fucking good. Because I remember like when you guys first like when the team first started up a little bit like when it was still body quest and stuff like that yep yeah man and then they made a you know uh, kind of alan and them had a different route they were going they uh you know they up and moved their family an hour away uh and you know dylan and i kind of kept running dylan took over the business side his him and his dad bought the business from alan and uh, we've just been kind of rolling with it since, man. We had about a year where we got other coaches in there and, uh, you know, we brought some other coaches in and then we finally found Jeff Gemma and then it was on from there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, other than that, how you been, man? Man, uh, good, dude. What? Hey, guys, so I was about to ask you, what you, what have you been up to, man? I know you're you're always traveling and always serving, man. What you, what you got going on? I'm still in Colorado. I also do uh, stand-up comedy, and I do this stuff. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome stuff, man. That's, that's cool, man. No, uh, I'm actually in the process of uh, a startup business um, where I'm going to offer, yeah, I'm going to offer in-home training uh, for kids during this uh, virtual learning time. Um, right. I've got How's a couple that? groups of kids that'll, i got a couple groups of kids to start next week. Uh, Man, it's some you know a couple of different programs. Uh, my my academy is called We Are One Training Academy. Um, got a website and stuff that we're in the process of building right now. It, it's not fully underway, but you know you can still go to it, CoachGamble.com. Yeah. Um, and we're just trying to put a lot, you know, put a bunch of content on it. Uh, we're gonna do some. There's a couple streaming services where, man, I teach all the time, so I'm just gonna record and you know and post what I teach for subscriptions and. Uh, Kind of what we're going hard on, man, is is these programs where I go in home and it's either a general gym class, just like a PE class, man, like you were in school. Like I got everything from wiffle ball bats to, to disc golf uh, that I bring out to the house and, you know, for, for the younger kids. And then uh, MMA, uh, mobile martial arts, where I bring a mat out to your house. And the same thing you get, you know, in the dojo or in the gym. Uh, 
you know, an hour of kickboxing or an hour of jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah. And I'm offering uh, kind of the last program. This is what I do with all the kids I coach anyway, uh, referred to as athlete development. Um, essentially, man, a kid, to, to be a good athlete, I think they need to learn basic nutrition, you know, basic anatomy. Uh, you know, they need to learn where their hamstring is. They need to learn, you know, what food's going to make them, give them energy. So kind of athlete development is my all-encompass program that I'm working on. And uh, that's that's what I'm really focused on, trying to get some kids in athlete development. Uh, but that's a startup, man. So that's probably the cool thing going on right now. Um, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Always coaching some kids too, man. That's uh, Oh, yeah, you were a Go ahead, sorry. Sorry, because, yeah, you were a coach. Because I remember when I, when I volunteered to be my high school coach, you were, you were still technically kind of a coach there, weren't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I I coached at North Gaston for, I think, four years. And then uh, kind of just ran into one of those things with, with, with the county, man, where it was like, wait a minute, I can't say that, but – like you're, you're telling me I can't say that. And I know what you do kind of thing. You know, like the person scolded me. Like I know I'm out in the community. Yeah. And, you know, what I was getting scolded for, uh, one, it wasn't wasn't even true. <laughs> but two, I was just kind of like, man, I, I know what you guys do. Like this is what you're – like the politically correct uh, kind of got me. I was just like, man, like are you going to be that politically correct when I, when I know what you guys do on your weekends and on your own time? Yeah. So I pulled away from the school, man, and uh, found out that there's a lot of energy I was wasting there. Not wasting, but a lot of energy that I could, you know, direct a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of what what happened there. And then I just started running, uh, you know, I had a little kids program. been working on it at Jim O for a while. Uh, kind of got it built up, um, and then quarantine hits. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can imagine that that puts a big toll on the kids program. And um, currently, we're not even having one at uh, at Jim. Um, I've got kids off at another facility and uh, kind of branching out on my own at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, because so I know a little that's, different different route. Yeah, I know that's what hit hit like it hit the military too with Corona. Like for a while, it was like, hey, you're only you only you're only going to work if they need you. That deal. <laughs> Yeah, so you had a a bunch of privates and stuff, you know, in the barracks getting drunk in the in the morning. People like, well, they don't need me, you know. (laughs) I bet, man. I can only imagine. Yeah, Yeah, man. That's uh, that's pretty much what I do, man. That's what I've been doing, and uh, you know, up until the quarantine hit, we were freaking. I I come up with my new name for my kids' program. We're gonna be the Nomads because we travel like crazy. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, it's quarantine. We haven't been able to do anything that we normally. We usually travel, man, twice a month to compete. Oh yeah. Um, you know, that's what we done for the past four years. We went to national tournaments and you know a bunch of competing, and you know it kind of puts a little whirlwind in what we're doing. Kids' parents want to go compete, and you know, uh, I had a set of parents that went to the beach, man. They funneled into the beach, and uh, there were five family members, four of the family members came down with corona you know three of them were fine one of them got sick so i just have a hard time taking a group of kids anywhere right now um so i'm just kind of waiting for it to open up a little bit you know every tournament they've had now has been so packed and they funnel you funnel in 
2,000 kids, you know, in a little area, man. It just, I don't think it's a smart thing right now. So we got plenty of stuff we can work on. We got plenty of stuff we can work on. So. <laughs> yeah, because I know when I used to do when I when I started comedy, I used to do comedy like literally every day. I used to go do shows every day, but then Corona hit, and it's like I might do one a month, like one every other every other yeah. week at most. Oh, I bet, man, it, it, it shuts all that down, right? Yeah, it shuts all that down. It's just because the thing is, <laughs> like, what's up? Oh, I was I was going to ask how how is Colorado as far as uh, rules, restrictions, and stuff. Uh, let's see. Well. You have to have a mask on inside at all times. We, okay. we, yeah, we kind of. It depends on where you're at. Cause like I live in I live in Colorado Springs, so I know Denver. Yeah. They're like they're a lot they're a lot more strict in Denver. Like, For sure. Denver. Well, and you can imagine right here, Gastonia, even between Gastonia and Dallas. Um, you know, we went in Waffle House. We went into a little uh, kind of an outdoor indoor music thing last night. Yeah. Uh, and there was probably, yeah, in Dallas, there was maybe two or three wearing a mask, you know, out of 40. Um, so it's definitely, you know, Dallas is definitely a little different. But, you you know, you go to Gastonia, and it's probably about 50-50 in Gastonia. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of cool, kind of cool to see yeah, I know, it, you know, transition. <laughs> yeah, I know Charles, they're still pretty, they're, they're still getting hit pretty bit hard, aren't they? Yeah, yep. Yeah, because I, yeah, I know... Because I was like looking at um, like places I could go on leave, and it's like Charlotte was like one of the cities that I can't go to. Dang, man, that's crazy, stuff. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, and we're you know we're a democratic state, so that could have a big role in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're the democratic state of North Carolina. So. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you know, Colorado's like fifty-fifty. You either get um, I hate talking politics, but we either get like the, the full like the full right guys, you know, like the guys who are like. <laughs> you better believe it. There's not many in the middle, right? Yeah, there's, no, there's none in the middle. Like I'm like one of the only people in the middle. And then you get the other people yeah. <laughs> who get mad at who get mad at every joke I said. Like I have one joke where I talk about my ex-wife leaving me, right? And then I bring up the then I then I bring up the fact she's Asian, and then you know it's like they get all finished. Like I can't believe you brought that up. I'm like, dude, I just talked about her being in my closet like five minutes ago, and you're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. that's so funny yeah, yeah. Nah, that's funny man yeah and i bet with comedy man people walk that line you know if, it, if they don't if it doesn't strike that humor then it's offensive like ah, that's oh, tough yeah. man that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a tough line to walk oh I, I, it's I, a fun I, one though right <laughs> oh it's a fun one like I, I usually what i used to do usually what i'd use like when i first did it a while what i used to do is i used to like rip on them all the time i used to like rip on the people who would get offended all the time <laughs> you kind of have to man that's good yeah that's yeah good. so usually the way we do it usually the way i do it, i usually interview a person like ask how you started that man stuff like that but we're already like 10 minutes in so okay so cool. what got you what got you into mma man um man so i played uh i played football i wrestled my whole life um and uh, I, I went to school. To, I went to school to play football. Uh, and uh, my, my senior year, I had a really good senior year, and I signed with an NFL agent. Um, me and that agent decided that, man, you should take your spring semester off, and you should just train, Chase. You should train every day. Let's try to make it to the league. So that's what I done. I took a semester off, and uh, I trained every day. Sometimes I'd lift two times a day, you know, strength and conditioning type stuff, and uh, where my strength. 
uh, work was, was at the gym. I had to walk through the MMA gym upstairs every day. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, you walk through the MMA gym and, uh, you know, I'm not a small guy and, you know, around this area, everybody knew that I wrestled. Uh, so <clears throat> every time I would walk through, you know, the coach would always talk to me. He was always trying to kind of reel me in a little bit. You know, he's like, Chase, you need to come fight, man. You know, but I, I was set at the time on playing in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and I told him, I said, man, listen, if that doesn't work out, I promise. I'm going to hang my cleats up. I'll put my wrestling shoes on and I'll be up here. Well, uh, NFL kind of didn't work out. Um, and I had to, my agent called me and he was like, Hey man, um, such or such didn't jump. Uh, the, the CFL teams pulled their offers. Uh, they said we should have jumped on it earlier. Just isn't going to work out. You should schedule school and go back to school. So that's essentially what I did, man. Uh, I hung my cleats up, I grabbed my wrestling shoes uh, for the rest of that summer. I've done uh, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, and MMA. I uh, had two fights. Uh, I had a fight three weeks after I hung my cleats up. Um, <laughs> you know, it just on from there, man. I uh, had a couple fights. I went back to school. Um, you know, I'd already played four years of football, and I was lifting weights with the wrestling coach. And uh, we were talking about, you know, my fights and whatnot, and I just asked him if I could come and train with his guys. I was like, man, listen, I fight, so can I come train with you guys? Uh, well, I didn't red shirt, so I got to wrestle for my fifth year, which was a blessing. I got 30 matches of Division Two with Newberry, who we won regionals, and we had four All-Americans. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, because you were in the what, – what, I forgot what college you went to, because you went to the college that – I remember when I was in Limestone, your college was like the big college like in D2. Yep. Yep, no, Newberry, man, for probably seven years, I think I think when I – I think my senior year when I got to play, when I got to wrestle for them, I think they won regionals for the seventh time in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't have any champions that year, but we had a finalist, and we had two, three other All-Americans. Um, the heavyweight that I that actually uh, – I wrestled for the first half of the season. I got the first 30 matches in. Uh, yeah. When he came back, you know, he, he was an All-American. He got fifth uh, in the country. Um, so I had a really good opportunity to work with some fantastic wrestlers and just a top-notch program that I got to travel, man. I got to go to some big tournaments. And my first two tournaments were Division One tournaments. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so I, I got to wrestle some really good guys. So that that was kind of a, a huge blessing, man. And I, and obviously, I, I was the only time since that, that day I hung my cleats up that I uh, took some time off of fighting. I didn't fight during that wrestling season. Yeah, and I waited again until you know after wrestling season to start fighting. But man, it's been all she wrote, man. I, I've done a little coaching and stuff on the side uh, at the high school. Um, I worked at the high school. I was an ISS teacher. <laughs> um, that was fun. Probably one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. Uh, but after probably three years of working in ISS, I, I was gifted the opportunity uh, signed with an, uh, an, an, a management company for fighting. Uh, in turn pro, um, man, 16 pro fights later, I'm eight and eight sitting at 500. I fought some guys a little early that I probably shouldn't have fought. Yeah. I've taken some heavyweight fights on short notice, you know, so, but yeah, 16 pro fights right now, man, as it sits. So oh, oh yeah. waiting for my next one. <laughs> oh yeah. So what weight class do you fight at now? Cause I know you, you've changed quite a bit, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. I started out at heavyweight. Um, <clears throat> I had my first maybe 
<clears throat> three fights at heavyweight. And then the fourth one was after that wrestling season. And man, I'd, I'd gotten in really good shape. Uh, so I made the cut to 205. And then I fought 205. All the, and I fought heavyweight once or twice. In, I fought 16 times in an amateur, I think. Yeah. Um, two. Uh, and probably maybe two more fights was a heavyweight. And the rest were 205 as an amateur. And then once I turned pro, man, and I kind of was able to uh, push everything to the side and just focus on fighting, um, I was able to kind of clean my diet up. And I've got it down to a science now, man. I'll fight 85. If I have a camp, I'll fight 85. If I have less than two weeks, it'll be 205. But I feel comfortable with both, man. I feel really comfortable fighting both. I got <laughs> big training partners, so, yeah. Uh, I, I like both weight classes. And I, and I watch both weight classes all the time. Because so. yeah, Boone's still Boone's still fighting with y'all, right? Yeah, Boone, Boone's a big one though. He, he's actually got a heavyweight fight in a couple weeks. Um, yeah. <clears throat> maybe three weeks away, he has a heavyweight fight. So where at? Because I know, because I remember he was on the Contender, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep, he, uh, he he fought. Yeah, he got he got a rough draw in the Contender series. Yeah, <clears> like, <throat> but I just remember, I just remember <clears> watching that. I think it was. I don't remember when it. I don't remember when it was. Cause I, I don't. Cause I know I was in uniform when I saw it. Yeah, it was like a year and a half ago, I believe. Maybe yeah. two years ago at the most. But yeah, that's yeah, he fought Greg like, Hardy, man. Right when Greg yeah. Hardy was like a Still psycho. Hot, hot, hot training stuff. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, dude. He uh, <clears throat> he was one of the scariest human beings I'd ever seen. Um, just in person, just like the way his size and. After weigh-ins, man, he gained 25 pounds after weigh-ins at heavyweight, man. It was crazy. That's, rid- um, that's ridiculous, yeah, man. man. It was crazy. Because I seen him during the week, and I was like, man, he's a big dude, but he's kind of thin. You know, like, ah, he's a little thin to be as big as he is. And then I seen that mug after he filled up after weigh-ins. I was like, holy cow. Like, big old dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, big a- old dude. I can't even explain it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I remember I wrestled heavyweight my senior year for states because we had like some issue with um like eighty nine and two fifteen. We had we had a guy who did, only lost one match in the last four years, right? So my coach was like, "You're gonna go up to heavyweight," which I thought, which in hindsight probably was a dumb idea. Like you know, hey, I remember us talking about this back in the day because the same kind of deal happened with me. Our yeah. two fifteen wasn't good enough to wrestle heavyweight. But he could win his two fifteen matches, so I had to yeah. bump heavyweight too. And I, and I wrestled heavyweight. Yeah, I remember both of us. We, we both had to bump and wrestle heavyweight. I remember that. We talked yeah, about that before. Yeah, because I did that. I just remember like this was like right. This was right before the placing match the state. I was like, where do you want to go to eat? I was like, well, I don't. Well, I'm just, I was the last one of my team. My team to make the. I was like the furthest guy. I was like, well, I don't have to worry about weight making weight. You know, so I just was like, fuck it, let's go to Golden Crow. And I saw all the other heavyweights except the one heavyweight that I wrestled. And then I was like, why isn't he here? He's like, oh, he has to make weight tomorrow. Uh, I was like, are you kidding <laughs> Hey, you better believe Boom's cutting. Boom's in the process of cutting right now, man. He, oh, yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. He gets up to like 315, man. And you can't even tell it. And then he's back to 265 without even questioning. It's crazy. He's a big dude, though. Like, I remember. Yeah. I remember rolling with him and stuff. It was like I could like when it came to wrestling. When like, obviously I can't do it now because I've been training. I've been training over like I've been training like I used to, like over years, man. Really, but man. I, I figured you'd be grappling it up, man. 
No, I, I've been trying, but it's like I've been trying to do. Like I tried to join the Army wrestling team. Had to do. Had, had to go for my first deployment. Try to do my second. I try to do combatives level two, which is like our, our which is like our version of MMA. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, go I got a buddy who uh, Henry. Henry, he teaches combatives at uh at his spot. So yeah. Had to go to another deployment, and now because of Corona, it's like I can't really do much. Yeah, no, I, I bet, man. Yeah, so it's like it's you wouldn't like, believe the conversations I've had with people of that exact thing. They're like, man, I want to be real, I want to be, the, but I just there's nowhere I can't. I want to get back into it. And I'm like, Dude, I understand. Luckily, luckily yeah. there was a little clause in North Carolina's thing, and it says if you're a pro athlete, you didn't have to stop. Yeah, because I know that's what. I know, I know, wrestling does the same thing because that's that's how WWE got away with, you know, doing shows. Yeah, it was like they have they, yeah. had, they have a claw that says they're a special business, which hey, you know, that makes sense. Like I know comics, not in California, because I've actually talked to a comic last week in California, but comics in Colorado, it's like they can still kind of work because that's kind of how they get their income and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like with with me, I can't really use it because it's like I've done like three page, I've done like five page shows, but I'm also in the army, so it's like one job yeah. trumps the other job. No, yeah, for sure. So you have to, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Me and uh, me and my girl love Colorado, man. We've been to Colorado Springs, we've been to Denver, we've been to Breckenridge. We love oh, yeah. that area. Oh yeah, um, that's, that's probably where we'll get married at. <laughs> okay. Dude, that's where my brother. Yeah, that's where my brother it. got married. I was in Breckenridge. Yeah, man, we love it. But cool little story. We went to Breckenridge uh, maybe two and a half, three years ago. I've got a school up there in Denver uh, that I could. I've been to maybe two or three times. Uh, I go there for kids, but the last two times they've asked me to do an adult class too. So I go there and I make some money. I make money. It's it's amazing. In three nights, oh, yeah. I make more money than I ever could spend on the trip. Um, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, you know, but, uh, <laughs> we, we left Denver, uh, one night and it was starting to snow just a little bit. Um, you know, so we, we, we canceled class 15 minutes early so I could get out of there. And when you're going up into Breckenridge, that last tunnel, kind of at the, the peak of the hill where you get to that last yeah. tunnel and then you're kind of into Breckenridge, man, we had probably the scariest, uh, driving man big trucks what were sliding back down the mountain right there uh, it was like nobody knew that the, the snow was coming that quick we barely yeah. made it up the mountain so we we get woke up maybe 5 30 a.m with 24 inches of snow <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah it was crazy you know it was just snowing a little bit you know big flakes when we got out of the car we got in the house you know we pulled all the blinds shut and we, we wake up that next morning and man, it was 24 inches of snow outside. And, uh, was it moose or elk or whatever? Yeah. Uh, big probably elk. There. yeah elk. elk. Yeah. We had two elk standing outside our window. Oh, it was crazy, man. But 24 inches of snow, it dumped from about 11 o'clock to four o'clock that morning. It was crazy. Yeah. This, now this state, especially in Colorado Springs, this state's just like, um, it's like it's like North Carolina, but it snows, you know. Yeah, no, There's for sure. There's been times where I've I've gone to the gym and stuff. Like I go to the gym, and it's like seventy degrees. Then I go out the gym, and it's snowing, and it's April. Yeah, for sure. It's, now, isn't 
isn't there, there there's I'm pretty sure we went to the hot spring there in Colorado Springs. Oh, there's a couple. I know there's one. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, of the name of the one. I know there's. Have you been to any of the hot springs up there? Yeah, yeah. When I was married, I actually uh, went down south like for like five hours, and I was actually that's actually where me and my wife went on our first date, like first vacation. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was a really cool experience. The one we went into, there were like four different areas you could get into. And it was like, you know, warm, hot, yeah. kinda hot, and then fucking boil your skin off. <laughs> yeah. You know, and all the old all the old people were sitting in the boil your skin off one just like fucking chilling. <laughs> I couldn't even stick my foot in it, I felt like a big baby. Oh me too. My ex <laughs> my ex wife, she just looked at me. I remember her looking at me when I tried to get in, cause she got in and she just looked at me and was like, You punk. Yeah, I know, man. Listen, the girls are the girls are definitely when it comes to that hot shower, man. Many a time, like, hey, turn that down a little, please. <laughs> that, that's a little. That's a little hot. Hey, my yeah, skin is funny. falling off. Please stop. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I can't. Yeah, that's the way I felt when I got in that hot, man. Everybody was laughing. I'm like, listen. And luckily, I think we when we went, we went with a big group. Uh, that was when Jeff was doing seminars in Colorado, Cromagos seminars, yeah. national conference, and we would take like. Seven to eleven fighters with us, so it was like me, Dylan. It was it was fun. It was a good group. Um, so we always had fun when we up there for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. But hey, I gotta go because I usually do about thirty minutes. It was okay, cool. Really great. It was, hey, it was really great talking to you, dude. Um, do you have anything else to say, like to promote before you get off? Yeah, uh, just man, Coach Gamble MMA, Coach Gamble dot com, Coach Gamble MMA. If you want to follow, um. My site is going to be kind of a kind of a pub, you know, for um, fighters. Uh, I'm going to try to really help fighters build their brands through the site. So, in the next month or so, you're going to see links to all these UFC fighters. And uh, so, check oh, yeah, my social yeah. media out, man. Check my website out. Uh, my sports management company, LCA Management. Uh, they're they're awesome. Uh, we got a handful of athletes. We got I think we got two fighting in the Contender Series coming up. So. Cool. Yeah, man, I just got a lot of cool people around me and things going on. So just look Coach Campbell MMA or CoachCampbell.com and uh, check me out, man. Hell yeah, man. Hey, it was a pleasure having you on my podcast. Um, we'll definitely try to do this again sometime. All right, man? Yeah, man, for sure. Hey, dude, yeah, give me a call. Give me a shout sometime uh, without the recording, man. Let's uh, let's touch. I, you're always a good combo, man. Always have been uh, since the day I met you. So for sure, brother. All right. I'll awesome. talk to you later, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, have a great day. You too. Bye.